Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Family, welcome. Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. I'm your host, Hurley Brown, and I'm coming to you live in the living color from Merritt Island, Florida, home of the mighty Mustangs. I would tell you today that this we're coming to you from the Sunshine State, but the sun ain't shining too bright today. We're actually being told that we're when we're getting ready to get some some very serious weather here in the next few hours. Hailstones. It's kind of actually dark, but anyway. But that doesn't put a damp on our show to get down with Hurley Brown. We're going to make it do what it do, baby. We're going to come to you, and, and we're going to get down. Kelvin Harris is my co-host. Kelvin Harris, hello. say hello to the family. Hey, hey, Hurley, I, I just want to uh, say that I, I hate that the weather's bad there, but where I'm at right now is 85 degrees and nice and breezy with no chance of rain. Just thought I'd Man, I can tell you. Yeah, but hey, you know what? It's been real lovely for the past few months, so I can't complain. A little rain. Again. Yeah, but early, even if it rains, it ain't going to be 40 degrees. No, you're right about that. You're absolutely <laughs> right about that. Nothing can stop a Mustang. And since I'm a hurricane, nothing can stop. <sighs> there you go. Do is send my prayers out to, my prayers and thoughts out to the president of FIU, Dr. Mark Rosenberg, who's a personal friend of mine in the FIU family. There was a tragic accident this past week and we lost a few lives. A bridge collapsed. The, a newly installed bridge collapsed. Fortunately, the students at FIU were on spring break. So there were six lives lost, another four or five people injured. And you know, again, my heart, my prayers and thoughts go out to Dr. Rosenberg. It's a very tough time for the FIU family. And, you know, hey, just a quick moment of silence. But again, we, we don't know. We don't we can't question why try and find a way to deal with it and continue to move forward. Now, on a better note, I got a video yesterday and I, I got a chance to witness 100-year-old Orville Rogers and 102-year-old Julia. Now, now, get this. Guess what her nickname is now? Julia the Hurricane Hawkins okay. both set records in 60-meter dashes. I mean, we're talking people that are 100 years old now. I mean, Kelvin, come on, bro. Curly, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm glad you brought that up because on uh, Sports Center yesterday, they chronicled the race between Orville Rogers and the 93-year-old guy from March uh, 17th or February 17th. Right. This was their second race. That guy's 93 and Orville's 100. They they met at this one race every year. And this past year, instead of just being the two of them, more people in the race. So you're yes. saying there's another race that Orville ran just recently with somebody else? Oh, yeah, yeah. He ran just recently, and again, he, he set the record, and again, for his age group wow. in, in the 60-meter dash. Listen, they showed his training regimen. He's yes. the only guy that's not a student at that school that's able to run the track 
and he's uh-huh. got the high shorts, the fluorescent yep. shoes. He keeps yep. the stopwatch. I mean, maybe. But, but to me, friend. and again, Julia, the Hurricane Hawkins. I mean, she's 102 years old, and they're out there running, Kelvin. I mean, who would have thought? You know, we, we're talking back when we were growing up. You know, you get to 60, 70 years old. You know, God forbid you're 80. We're thinking you're old, you know, and hey, yeah. you ain't going to be around long. But, man, well, with, with, with times have changed. Huh? Times have changed. The times have changed. So, Kelvin, if we do what we're supposed to do, there's a good chance. And I, I read something the other day where they're saying that living to be 100 years old is going to be, be common in the years to come and not so far away either. Well, so we do what we're supposed to do. I, I'm going to say is we're at that stage now. My mom is 78, and she tells me that her goal is to go to 95. And okay. right now I'm looking at it. I don't see how she won't make it because, you know, knock on wood, unless some crazy illness shows up and anytime soon, she's completely healthy. Wow. And, you know, I was looking at that Orville Rogers guy on Sports Center, and he, like, he went to his doctor to check his blood pressure. And the doctor, I think he was 140 over 80, and she hugged him and said, oh, no, you're good, go. I mean, if, he, if, you, if you don't have cancer and you don't have any lung problems, what's going to stop you if you're completely healthy from not living to be 100? Right. And that, that's the key to it. But the one thing that when you look at, and, and I got a guy that lives next door to me, Ken. And Ken um, is one of the nicest guys. He's actually my the pit bull of the neighborhood. You know, he watches everything and he makes sure that there's nothing going on that's not supposed to be going on in the neighborhood. And we love him to death. But Ken walks every day. That's key. You got to get to walking. He's walked. Yeah, he's 82 years old. He walks every day. Wow. And he'll tell well, you. You know, and I found out something the other day. Uh, I, I, I drink coffee with these guys from at a Panera Bread. They're all in their 60s and 70s. And mm-hmm. one of them says he has a whole refrigerator full of sauerkraut. And I'm like, sauerkraut? He says, yeah, it's basically cabbage. Just basically, if you don't want the salt in it, you just put it in the strainer, wash it out, and you're basically eating cabbage. And he says, he was telling me all of the antitoxin, um, you know, uh, effort of uh, uh, stuff that it has in it. And I was like, well, right. I like cabbage anyway. So, shoot, yeah. that's a win-win for me. Exactly. The only thing we got to do now, Kelvin, is get back to what we used to do and work out. Well, Hurley, <laughs> I'm getting back to the 110s, man. But let me tell you something. Right at 16, 110s, at 17, and 19, that's not going to happen ever again. Hey, if if Ken and Orville Rogers and Julia, the Hurricane Hawkins, if they could get out there at, at 100 years old, and Ken's not oh, 100 yet. Oh, 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 I didn't say not running the 110s. I'm saying running at 17. And nineteen. No, no, we we can't do that. I mean, come on. No, that's we, not we, I, I'm not so sure you made yours at nineteen when when you were in good shape, Kel. Well, hold on, let me let me bring this up. I, I hate to bring it up, and I don't want to throw Leon under the bus, but you do remember that one year I didn't show up until it was time, and I made him, and Leon didn't. So, oh no. my God, here you go, boy. You telling them fish tales? All right, okay. But anyway, <laughs> congratulations to Orville Rogers and Julia the Hurricane Hawkins. Miss Julia, hey, you inspire us all. You and, and, and Mr. Rogers, you inspire us all. We we want to live to be 100 years old. Not only do we want to live to be 100, we want to live to be able to do what you're doing at 100 years old. 100 years. Exactly. I mean, going out there running. Kevin, I'm sitting there and I'm watching the video. And, dude, I must have watched it 100 times. Because they ride. 
And I was like, dude, I mean, they getting it, bro. It, it was this. Well, it's very well, impressive. When they were showing the story, is you know sports uh, sports feature stories. Yo, his training is he runs like a full lap, full speed. I'm like, wow. exactly. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so the NBA. Okay, so we're well, gonna start off with your boy first. Before you get started, Hurley. one thing. Yeah. Hey, Mikhail, let's 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 do this because we just talked about how good you know life was. NBA, NFL, Major yeah. League Baseball. We just talked about professional sports a couple of weeks ago, saying that hey, look, it's a new day, it's a new time. These guys are doing it the right way. They're not getting in any trouble. And and Kelvin, I must I must put a curse on us, Kelvin. I jinxed us. <laughs> Because since then, all right, now, LeBron James is yelling at Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue has since decided to step down. Well, no, he didn't step down. He had to go take a leave of absence because. What's the difference? Uh, and they talked about it today. This been, the reason, him and LeBron have a real good relationship. The problem is being a coach on a team like that is stressful. And, um. He's been coughing up blood and having heart palpitations pretty much all year. And basically, part of the reason why LeBron has been on him is because him and the, and, the, and the staff behind the scenes have been trying to get him to go shut it down a little bit. Steve Kerr's okay. been on him. Oh. Okay, so, so, so what you're saying is that LeBron cares so much about Tyron's health that he wants him to step away from the game. Well, to take care of Steve, well, well, hold on. Steve Kerr said this. Steve Kerr said the reason why he stepped away last year is the inconsistency of you not being there is more detrimental than them knowing that you're not there. So basically, right. when you tell the team, I'm gone for a week, all right, so now we can put everything in place until you get back. Or in Steve Kerr's case, he didn't say a week. He said, I'm out indefinitely. So now the team makes the adjustment. When right. you're there one game, all oh, next, there one game, it's inconsistency. So, you know. It's a distraction. Yeah, let him take. And then you got to think about all the distractions they've already had. Kevin Love being out. Isaiah Thomas being a cancer. And, 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 I mean, I know he wasn't trying to be, but it just didn't fit. So now you made the trade. You think you got the right personnel. Kevin Love is coming back. Ballhead and Tyron Lou. Take some time off because the one word I was, the one phrase that I was saying to you before you got started was LBJ. Did you see that last night? Did you see that last night? Yeah. yeah. That's why Tyron Luke could take a week off because he yeah. is ball. Because he's going he's gonna to run the game. He's going to run the team. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to run it. He's running the team now. Truth be told. Well, it works. I mean, but I'm going to tell you why it works, Hurley, because. They got rid of all the distractions as far as the player situation. Right. You got a right. guy like Kyrie Irving who, realistically, it was time for him to go and lead his own team. He's done all he could in Cleveland. All right, now you bring these new guys in, and they just want to be a part of a winning team. Isaiah Thomas was playing for something else. Let him go to L.A., what he do, bring these guys in. Larry Nance is just playing good. Now, Hood. And George Hill are still trying to find their way, but they're going to be all right. And if you just let LeBron James put the team on his shoulders, and they'll be all right. Yeah. And, again, because he's that guy. 
He's that. But what I don't like, Kelvin, is us being able to visibly see him yelling at Tyron Lue. If they, if they, we boys, let's go handle that in the locker room. Let's wait. You know, and one thing Colin Hurd was talking about today, and this, this is, and it kind of gives you a good illustration of what's going on in Cleveland. And what he talked about was the fact that, you know, LeBron James is in a situation right now where the team is is, is starting to be not not I'm going to say dysfunctional, but the team is not as as functional as it was. And now he's got all of these other people that are coming to him that are offering him opportunities. The Lakers, um, the, everybody, you know, and yeah, Philadelphia, the 76ers, both. I say this early because. When I was living in Houston, a lot of the NBA guys lived there, and I got a chance to, you know, necessarily hang out with Tyron. I got a chance to know him a little bit because his cousin worked at the radio station, and one of the reasons why I'm I'm um, a, a, a proponent of him taking his time off is that his cousin, who worked at the radio station, died of heart-related mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, I'll tell you what, Kevin, you got to hold that thought. Because we got to take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue with the, the LeBron James and the Tyron Lue and the Cleveland Cavaliers saga and our predictions on what's going to happen the rest of the season. But anyway, we'll take a I break. Mine right right now. Back. <laughs> nah, we got to hold that until we come okay, back. Okay, We'll be right back with the Get Down with Hurley Bryant. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're talking pig pursuits. With few season restrictions, generous bag limits, and plenty of opportunities, hunters never tire of burning some bacon. Joining us is Fred Eichler of Predator Nation, Hal Schaefer from Greg Zipidelli's Drop Zone, and Jerry Courtney, VP of Marketing for Ranch Hand. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. All right, family, we are back. And when we left, we were talking about the NBA 
LeBron James, Tyron Lue, the Cleveland, Cav- Cleveland Cavaliers, and Kelvin has this, you know, you know how Kelvin is. I mean, he just reaches for everything. So he's got this crazy notion that LeBron James is going to the Lakers, which I hope and pray that he doesn't. But if he does, well, that's we're good with it. on your part, Hurley. I mean, you can't help yourself. Oh, come on, man. Please. The Lakers, really? The Lakers will never be the same. Kobe's gone. It will never be the same. Magic Johnson, well, all well, these guys, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Remember, I'm from the old school. I remember the old days. Just like Chicago. No, no, no. no. Let's make no mistake. Lake Show ain't coming back. Shaq and Kobe ain't coming back. But with Magic and Rob Palenka, they have put together a great young nucleus that all it needs is that one superstar player to just put the glue in place. And I think they're going to get two superstar players. I think they're going to get Paul George. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? Paul George and LeBron James? Come on, bro. Paul George and LeBron, yes, I believe. Uh oh. And then Lonzo Ball, what is he going to do then? He's going to take his son away from. No, no. Hey, man, LeVar Ball ain't got nothing. LeVar Ball? Yeah. Because remember, his son is supposed to be then coming to, to Kobe Bryant. But anyway, yeah, but but, now. But, but this but this is what he does for LeBron. Now LeBron doesn't have to be as ball dominant. Now you start seeing LeBron maybe post up a little bit more, maybe isolate on the wing because remember they got Kyle Kuzma, they got Julius Randle who's playing good, they got a couple of other big guys. Then on top of that, you got Brandon Ingram who reminds me of a young Scottie Pippen. They got. Pieces, and then let's not forget they traded Jordan Clarkson, who was one of my favorite players on the Lakers, because Josh Hart from Villanova has stepped mm. up and become Josh uh, Jordan Clarkson 2.0. So there's a lot of young talent there, and they've been playing well the last stretch of the season. All they need now is that one they need guy, that to one marquee guy. That's all. And again, hey, if LeBron goes, man, I'm, I'm, I love what he does. I think he's a great player. Arguably the greatest player, not in the history, because, you know, Michael Jordan is always going to be that to Hurley Brown. But LeBron James is right now the greatest. He's the best basketball player in the world. He is that. I give him that. So if you you go and again, the media market out there in L.A. is totally different from where he is right now in Cleveland. There is no media market in Cleveland. No. The closest thing to it would have been with, with, with the Miami Heat, and he's not going back to Miami. Been there, done that. So yeah. the only logical choice would be the Lakers. I like. I don't want to see him in L.A., but it is what it is. You still got people who are holding out for the Knicks, but, you know, and I tell people who are Knicks fans, look, he has an owner he doesn't like in Dan Gilbert right now. Why would he go and get with the most dysfunctional owner in the league in James Dolan? Well, I mean, the issue is this. To me, now we, we won't get that final game. We won't get that championship game if he's on the West Coast with, with, well, with Golden well, hold State. Well, hold on. I really believe when Gordon Hayward comes back next year, the Celtics are going to elevate to another level. All right. You heard it here first. You get down with Hurley Brown, kill him and snatch the man Harris. And if he doesn't, then we're going to come back to this conversation. And we're going to make sure that we remind you of this. But anyway, hey, total steal with the the NBA. One place that I would like to see, I wouldn't mind seeing them go to that would be interesting if him and Kawhi Leonard team up in San Antonio. Oh, man, that's, that's, 
that, that's almost like Kevin Durant going to Golden State. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is. Two great players, two of the greatest players. That's an all-star team. Come have on. You but anyway. Yeah. Have you seen the rest of the Spurs? Come on, man. Yeah, I know they suck, but still. But you put those two guys together, it don't matter who else is on the team. Yeah, you're right. That would. Yeah. And then, oh, man, that would be just an epic battle. Them and, oh, man. Them it, and the yeah, it would. Yeah, but, but again, everything's going to be out in the West like it was when Michael Jordan was playing. Everything had to go through the East. You know, so again, I, 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 don't, I don't see it that way. I wish that we could continue to have these epic battles with Golden State or whoever's out in the West, whether it be Golden State, San Antonio, whoever it may be, and somebody in the East. Make, make, take it to, to seven games. But if LeBron goes to the, to, the, to the West Coast, then the championship is going to have to go through the West Coast, and the championship game will be the semifinals. It won't be the finals. It won't be. The finals won't get to game five ever again for a long well, time. Early, if you think about it, we haven't had an epic battle like that since the Lakers and the Celtics had those two years where they, they, they battled each other, what was that, almost 10 years ago. Ah, I, mean, I thought these okay. last few years well, were back. The Heat, the Heat and the Spurs, those two years yes, were epic. Th- th- those were. But again, LeBron James playing against, and LeBron James was by himself. Now, again, he had Kyrie. But LeBron James playing against Golden State, and then when Kevin Durant came in, you got Steph Curry, um, Draymond, Klay Thompson. I mean, they do. Those yeah. to me were great games. Those to me were games that you could market. People were looking forward to those games. But I don't mm-hmm. see that happening. And again, it may happen because you got some young guys that are out there playing and doing well. But well, we're, we're going to see with free agency this offseason what happens. Exactly. Talking about. You know, the NBA this past week. And again, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, family. We talked about, you know, how guys were doing things the right way. And the first thing that happened right after the show last week, I get hit with Glenn Davis, better known, a.k.a. Big Baby, played with the Boston Celtics. He was I think he was rookie of the year. They won the world championships as a rookie. He gets arrested. He's charged with drug possession and distribution. 32 years old, played up until 2015. So he played almost eight years, eight seasons. And he gets arrested you know, for, for possession and distribution. Did you see the video? Did you see the video? I saw the video. You know, but again, to me, you, you, you can't put yourself in those types of situations. Regardless, and again, I'm hoping that, that these charges are false. It's hard to, it's hard to bet against that. Because you were caught in the room with 126 grams of marijuana, there was a ledger that you know again, like you know, because I, I I like them old movies, I like those mafia movies, you know. And there's always a ledger, you know, even even with American Gangster, there was a ledger, you know. There was and a ledger. Yes, there was. That ledger states who owes what, who's been getting what. So they found one of those. So it's hard to to argue, you know, um, against those charges. With all of that really, stuff being I'm really stopped. disappointed because I know this kid, and um, he's another kid that was um, frequenting Houston. Houston. Houston is a big hub for a lot of the NBA players. And I think I was telling you off air, one of my good friends, uh, his, his, uh, one of his clients who become a friend of mine, a guy by the name of Keith Tillage, um, is a big booster of the AAU and the Little League 
you know, football and basketball programs out there. So he basically raised Big Baby and his boys. And I remember when Big Baby was coming out of high school, Tillich was bragging on him about how he was a great football player, but he's going to be a better basketball player. I remember him at LSU. And then when I first met him in Houston, he was just a lovable guy. I mean, he's just a big, happy guy. And then, like I was telling you, um, last time I saw him was in Miami. And it was after the documentary had come out with us. And he saw me, and the first thing he did was the U. And, you know, we talked. And I think he was going to the Clippers. And he's always had some personality issues. I want to say, I don't think he's bipolar, but it's almost like a borderline depression. You know, and he he had some anger management issues because he had to go through that. But... I'm just worried about him, and I'm going to reach out to Tillage and see if he's talked to him. Because that video, Hurley, was very disturbing. That was a very yeah, disturbing Yeah, and, and the video, the family. Money in the, I mean, come on. Exactly. So, so family, you got to picture this. So here, 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 this, here this guy is a former NBA superstar, and he, he's just been arrested for possession. And again, 126 grams. He had $92,000 in cash. In, in, on his person, and he gets arrested. He gets bonded out, obviously, and then they show him. Now he puts out this video with him in a private plane, with in the pajamas. Eating, yeah, eating, eating, eating Popeyes chicken. Popeyes, yeah, you ain't was Popeyes. Eating Popeyes chicken, and right next to him. And in, in, in the video, he just said that, "Hey, look, he's going to be proved innocent. You know, these false charges. They just don't like to see." Uh, a black man, a black man with, with with money, making money or whatever. But come on, big baby, man, man, you you're bigger than that. You're better than that. Again, I'm hoping this stuff is not true. I'm hoping it's all false. I'm hoping it's you know that he gets exonerated. But I mean, yeah, hey, I don't know her man, again, stuff, man. I, we, I just we, we just we 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 just talked about how well our guys are doing, and talking yeah. about you know guys that and you know. Going to jail and stuff like that. What? Come on. What? What is O.J. Simpson? Why is O.J. Simpson ripping Colin Kaepernick, saying that he never should have gone against the flag? Come on, Kelvin. O.J. Stay out of the media, baby. Man, I'm gonna tell you what something. You doing? He is a. What's the word I'm looking for? The phrase I'm the media for. whore. Yeah. Lust for the media. media attention grabber. He, yes. he he reminds me of the guy in the White House, in a sense, and that they can't stay away from the attention. Yeah. And in his case, he doesn't have the power of the United States behind him. He's public enemy number one to a lot of people still who, you know, now maybe he was doing this to get some favor with the people that he's public enemy number one to. Now, yeah, but come on, you know, you can't be taking shots at that guy. I mean, dude, first of all, you just got out, OJ. I mean, dude, in your situation, go high. Go high. Man, look, you need to be in Naples playing golf. Yes. At a private golf course. You got enough people around you. You should find some one of your best friends and have well, them build a the golf guy, course guy, and put a, a, a brick fence around it. And that's yeah, you, you two are the only guys that can go and frequent that golf course. Don't be seen. Tint your windows real dark where can't nobody see you on the road. Man, just lay low, man. Lay low. Live your happy well, ever after. Well, look, Stay out of the is, The reality is, Hurley, is that OJ, except for that one time where he got caught with the, with the guns in Vegas, his 
his his behavior has rewarded him. He's gotten off pretty much every time. So you're asking a guy who's had success, who's in his 70s, you're asking him to change. And like I said, it's he's almost a uh, carbon copy of the guy in the White House. You know, everyone says this guy shouldn't do this and that. But you're talking about mean. two men in their 70s who've been successful doing what they do, and you're asking them to change. Yeah, he may want true. to change, but he can't. He doesn't I'll know tell how. Tell you to. what, somebody gonna change him. Well, somebody gonna end up changing him. And, and, if he makes, you know, I mean, if he makes come, another wrong step, he's gonna finish his life behind bars. That's the one difference wow. in these two guys is that exactly. he can't That's afford what... to get a traffic ticket. He can't afford to get a jaywalking ticket because they want to send him back to jail. This is true. This is true. All right, family, we got to take another break. But when we come back, we're going to continue with the, this, this bad boy stuff. Again, all of a sudden, man, the last week, it has been crazy. Not only did, did Big Baby get arrested, you know, I mean, hey, but you got you got a baseball player out there that beat up his girlfriend like oh, she was a man. When we get back, we're going to talk about that, though. Okay? We're going to hold that till we get back. Let's take a break. You'll be right back with the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Okay, family, we're back. And again, if there's been so much that has been going on since we last had an opportunity to get together. So, lad, between... Today and last week's show, it's just been, the sports world has been crazy. You have NFL free agency. You have um, the NFL combine, guys getting ready for the combine. You have 
Tyron Lue and LeBron James fighting on the sidelines of games. There's a lot going on. I mean, there's just too much. Then Big Baby Davis getting arrested. And then, Kelvin, there's a a two-year-old video that just surfaced of Danny Vasquez, Major League Baseball player, beating up his girlfriend in a stairwell. Yeah, that was despicable. Oh, man. Come on. And and it it was bad, Kelvin. Family, if you haven't seen the video, go YouTube it. Go look it up. It's, It's embarrassing. It, it really is. We're gonna give you a warning ahead of time that it is really, it's really uh, uncomfortable to watch. I mean, it, it is. It is. The and I'm the Ray Rice video. I mean, come on, man. It's right up there with the Ray Rice video. It's it's to that level of of disgust. Well, I, the thing I don't understand, Hurley, is when you do something like that in this day and age with all these cameras, it's like, what were you thinking? I have no idea. Are are you that? I mean, and are you she, that angry? Well, if she made you that mad to begin with, you need to look yourself in the face and say, "We don't need to be together." Thank you. So you, you have multi-million dollars. You got millions of dollars. You're a multi-million dollar player. Yeah. You, you're 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 in the prime of your life. You're living a dream. And now you're a pariah. You can't get a you can't get a job at Walgreens now. Exactly. Is it worth it? I mean, this is what I don't understand. All the women that are out there in the world, all of these beautiful, now you gotta be careful, you can't be Odell. Now you can't just go out there and just get any woman. Yeah, that's- We saw what just happened with Odell. And again, that was one of the other things that we're gonna talk about, but we're gonna, we get that here in just a minute. But, Danny, if you gotta beat her, you don't need her. Yeah, it's just that simple. You got you sh- What you should have done, Danny, I'm gonna get, from an OG, you know, again, I'm not perfect. I have my faults, just like everybody else. But the older you get, the more mature you get, the more you learn and you realize, hey, Danny, when you when you got to the stairwell, if she made you that angry, what you should have done is walk downstairs, got in your car, and left her. And left her. Yep. She can get Uber. Now, I mean, back then, she would have had trouble catching the cab, but, but she can get Uber. Somebody would have taken that woman home and you would have you would have salvaged your career. You would have kept your job. You would have continued to make millions. And instead. Right now, you talk of Major League Baseball. Nobody wants to be back at Hooters now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was that was that was incredible. It's like. My question is, why did it take so long for the video to come out in the first place? I mean, I know there's certain laws about it. I mean, did they just get the adjudication? Because I think it must have waited till they had adjudicated the case to uh, release the video. Because I know there's a doc- I'm, I'm sure, because, you know, again, they, they can't show the video and then it, it persuades the, the jury and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there are some laws, and, you know, one of our lawyer buddies can explain that, better explain that to us. But... Again, it's just, it's so disgusting. It's so disturbing to see this type of stuff with anybody, not just our athletes, with anybody. You know, to put the hands on a woman like that, I mean, come on, man, let's, let's be real. Again, it's just, just she can't defend us. Now, if she, I don't, they, I remember they showed that one video the one time with, with Big Girl, how she whooped up on old boy in them streets. I don't know if you ever saw that. Now, hey, that's different. 
This is yeah, what they defend themselves. I mean, you train, uh, you work out every I, day. I got a related domestic dispute that hasn't been uh, talked about yet that should be the Texas A&M beating of North Carolina and the Clemson mm-hmm. beating of Auburn. I think both qualify for the Me Too movement because that was that was domestic violence at its finest this weekend. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, no, it, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty at all. It was again, and it was embarrassing. Not as quite as embarrassing as Danny, but it was embarrassment. It, it, it was an embarrassment. Yeah, well, and speaking Clemson of March worse, Madness, Clemson was worse in North Carolina because they did this big old future on how they rap and sing for the game, and and they came out and just laid a straight ostrich egg the first ten minutes of that game. Yeah, but Kevin, I mean, we've been through that video stuff before. That stuff, what does that stuff do for you? It's deja vu. 1987. Or not, was it 1988? Yeah, 1988. Yeah. Florida State. Deion Sanders, prime time, making this video. How they going start, to start the season, preseason number one. They're going to go throughout the season undefeated and end up being the AP, the national, the national champions. Talking about there was, there was, there was only one, there was only one problem. They had to go through them, through them hurricanes that first game of the season. First game we, of the season, yeah. And we beat the brakes off them. So prime time. First upon the scene. Yes, sir. And boy, we beat the brakes. So what was it 31 to 3? 31 nothing, Hurley. Oh, 30. Oh, I forget. I'm sorry. My bad. 31 to nothing. You're giving the three points to Nebraska at the end of the year. We beat them 23 to 3. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right, but anyway, Danny, handle your business, man. You got to be better than that. You got to be bigger than that. Okay, so speaking of all the bad boy images, the bad boy stuff that, that's going on in the, the in professional sports, how about Jonathan Martin, former Dolphin, offensive lineman. Now, if you remember... Jonathan was 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 the player that was a part of that bullying scandal down in with the Miami Dolphins back when, well, when I, I got he a theory had, on that whole thing early. Yeah, let, let's hold off on the theory for just a second. Let me finish this part here, mm-hmm. Kelvin, because right now he's facing charges. He put yeah, something on, on he put something on social media, and he well he posted a picture of a gun and some bullets. And in the caption, it said, when you're a bullying victim and a coward, your options are suicide or revenge. revenge. So with with everything that's going on right now, Kelvin, Storm and Douglas, all of these shootings at these schools, you'll go do something like that? Are you serious? Well, I'm going to say this, Hurley. I have a theory on his situation, and I thought this the whole time. Um, You know, both of us have been uh, privileged to be in major college and NFL locker rooms. And as you know, it ain't Uh-oh. for the thin-skinned I know where you're going. And the problem with him is, just looking at his makeup, I really think that he has some gender issues that he's been working through. And I don't know if he revealed these issues to his teammates or it was relayed to them through third party. But I think that Richie Incognito and Mike Pouncey were the locker room leaders of the old linemen and um I just think he couldn't handle the ribbing he was getting from them because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that they uh 
they made light of his gender issues. And of course they did. I don't think he was able to handle that. And that caused the meltdown um, with the Dolphins because the coach was in on it as well. And then he goes to another team, the 49ers, where the culture is a little bit more conducive. But those players, like, and, and this, I'm going to stop right here. If he has gender issues and he's all pro, no one cares. Right. You got gender issues and you soft as baby you do, everyone cares. Because you're taking up space. It's not about your personal sexuality. It's about your performance on the field. And I just think that um, with this, the way things are in this new age of, of um, everybody gets a trophy and uh, let's not say any bad words about anybody, a lot of these young kids are thin-skinned. Too thin-skinned for me, to be honest with you. And I think if he would have been older, maybe raised up in our generation, he might have been able to handle this in a different way. But the manner that he decided to handle it is going to probably cost him some jail time. Well, right now he's in the um, he's in a mental health facility, being evaluated. I, so I think the best thing for him is to do what the. The, the twin, you remember the two uh, basketball players from uh, Stanford? Not the ones that are still playing, the Lopez, but the other one, the kid from the Nets. If he does what the kid from the Nets does, puts his situation out to the public, I think it'll be a lot easier on him, and his mindset will be a lot more at ease, and he'll be able to, to deal you know, with life because he's not. Well, well, family, first of all, and Kelvin, again, th- these are just – you know, these are assumptions. I mean, th- this is, we're not sure. You know, th- that, that's uh, an assumption that you made. I don't well, know I what the situation early. is. Uh, my major was social, I don't know what your major was, but just looking at the uh, behavioral patterns and knowing Mike Pouncey's personality and from what people tell me, uh, Richie Incognito's personality and the O-line coach's personality, I can see where this went. Because um, when you talk to the tough players, Incognito was a popular guy, and him and Palsy were like boys. So, you know, I know Incognito got some, 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 some grief for his, you know, for some racial things he said. Some of those guys, you know, a couple of them, records, they like, Well, they were wrong. I mean, if, whether, whether those accusations are true or not, you're wrong. There are certain things that you can't do. Now, oh, no, if you you're have, you have, age. age. You're right. Yeah, if you have those assumptions, hey man, keep this stuff to yourself. Handle it a certain way. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, he's your coworker. Well, hey, hold, on, hold on, let me ask you a question. For you as a coach, because let's just be honest. When Coach Johnson and those guys coached us, and they dealt with those issues a little differently. Like you being a coach at major college, how like when you guys sit down as a staff. How are you instructed to handle something like that? You're not instructed to handle something like that. As a matter of fact, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you my thoughts on that. So let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue with this conversation of of how you would handle, how I think you should handle a situation of somebody having issues with their sexuality. College football, whether it's high school football, college football, or even in the pros, doesn't matter. To me, it's all the same because you're dealing with young men. You're dealing with people. 
All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll be right back to get down with Hurley Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. All right, family. When we left, we were talking about sexuality or how coaches should handle. And we're talking about Jonathan Martin, Jonathan Martin, um, was actually arrested just recently because of what he posted on Facebook. And what he posted on Facebook was a bullet, a gun and some bullets. And he talked about bullying. And there's been some, I'm not going to say accusations, but there's been some thoughts, some hypothetical thoughts that, you know, maybe he wasn't sure of, of maybe he, maybe his, his teammates weren't sure of his sexual preference. So, Kelvin. You pose okay. a question. How are yeah. you instructed? You're not instructed. We don't talk about those things in meetings. Now, eventually, I think because it, it's, it's, it's much more common now than what it was when we were playing, I think eventually they're going to have some policies. You know, they're going to be some written policies. They're going to be some written instructions on how to handle those types of things. But it's as a common now. Well, yeah, because exactly. I mean, that's that's just the way of the world. I mean, that's what it is. You know, um, and it's a little different for me because I, I, I have members of my family that are that way. Oh, we are. You know, yeah. But but the reality of it is that they're still my family. Yeah. They love me, and I love them. You love them, yeah. I, I don't I don't get involved with with their sexual preference. I, I actually got a cousin, and I, I'm just gonna say this. 
then we'll move on. I got a cousin who who's an entertainer who went to Japan. I'm not going to say his name, but he went to Japan and he found what he calls his soulmate. Oh, a young man, a young Japanese man. And they've been dating now for about a year and they got engaged and very soon we'll be getting married. Wow. Now, he carries himself. He's real meticulous about how he looks, the things he wears, stuff like that. You you see signs of things, but you you know you don't you don't want to stereotype. You know you, you just hey look you, you do you I'm gonna do me. You know I love you. You're my cousin. Hey, there's nothing gonna change. He's a great person. A great person. You can't find a better person. His sexual yeah. preference is his sexual preference. So if I'm coaching a young man who is that way, my my job is to protect him. My, my job as a coach is to make sure that I give him every opportunity possible to allow him a chance at, at success. I have to then teach, my, teach his teammates to do the same thing. I don't care what you do off the field. That's your business. That's your personal business. Now, those are opportunities that I think that we as coaches, we as, as young men, have to take advantage of and teach these other young men who aren't as old as we are, aren't as experienced as we are, aren't as mature as what we are, how to cope. Because there's going to be some situations to where they're going to be out there in the streets and this same situation may come up. They can't handle that situation out there in the streets the same way that they want to do that stuff in the locker room. So, So it's our job as young men to teach and mold these young men how to handle those types of situations. And I was always one, even coming through high school, I hated a bully. I was always the protector. I hated bullies. I'm going through a situation right now with my granddaughter who's being bullied and, you know, we had to have meetings and stuff at our school. I hate bullies. I hate it with a passion. Well, let me ask you a question about that, Hurley. Um, I have a I have a, a life philosophy about this bullying thing, and I understand that you know times change and you have to educate yourself and the kids. But I, I think it's important that we need to understand one thing when we're, you know, the biggest bully in this world is life itself, and yes. I think one of the problems. And I agree that there should you know we we gotta address the bullying. My belief is that you don't sidestep, move backwards, or duck from the bully, you just go head first. Like how you used to come up in the run. You came up head first in the run game. You was trying to... I knew no other way. And my thing is, if you take the bully head on, whatever happens is not going to be as bad as if you backpedal or try and sidestep the bully. Because that just prolongs the whole thing. And the reality is most bullies are soft. You stand up to them, they're going to back down or at least gain respect for you. That's the whatever. But that's just my personal philosophy. Hello. I got Hurley all choked up with that uh, response. Well, before we close, I want to talk about March Madness. This, in my opinion, has been one of the most unpredictable March Madnesses I can remember in a long while. Going into this week's Sweet 16, I don't have a favorite. 
I mean, as a hurricane, I was expecting us. I was actually making plans to fly to Dallas to watch us play Tennessee for a chance to go to the Sweet 16 because I have a good friend who went to Tennessee. And, of course, Loyola uh, Chicago changed both of our plans. And then you had UM Baltimore County, uh, you know, pull off the upset of all upsets. Uh, Troy. Uh, it just goes on and on. And to the point now where I actually am finding myself rooting for Coach Hamilton in Florida State. Um, I just think there's going to be a great weekend of games. And if there's somebody out there who claims they have this card on their bracket, they're lying. Because there's nobody in America who can say that they predicted this particular scenario for the Sweet 16. Um, if I do have two favorites, I'm going to say Duke and Villanova. Because those two teams have been in the finals and won a championship in the recent history. As a matter of fact, Jalen Brunson was uh, the starting point guard when Villanova won a couple years ago. So if it comes down to experience, I'm going to go with those two teams. Um, Devontae Graham in Kansas might be another team. Uh, they just, they're always there. They got players who are veterans who make plays when they need to make plays. After that, we just, we just shooting in the wind as far as I'm concerned. Um, I would love to see Loyola Chicago win because they have the, the, the great backstory of the tournament with the uh, 98-year-old uh, nun who comes to every game and sends them emails and because they beat us. You know, at least we can say we lost to the champion. Yeah, hey, and again, sorry about that, family. We're having technical difficulties. I told you earlier we got this major storm coming in, and it has just started to hit. So, I lost I just for a second there, but I'm up with, my, with my response earlier. I thought it was me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to run away from you like that, Kelvin, again. <laughs> hey, this, this bullying stuff. All right. But, hey, listen, on a better note, and again, Kevin, I, I appreciate you taking over and, and following through. March Madness. I know we didn't talk about it like we should have, and we missed a lot of good stuff at March Madness. But this has been crazy. Has it not, Kelvin? Oh, like I said earlier, I'm rooting for Loyola Chicago now for the simple fact that they beat us. I know, right? Hey, but remember, you were the one that was sitting there yelling all that crazy stuff last week talking about we was going to do this, we was going to do that, and we didn't even we go. We were cool. Hurley, Hurley, we lost on a buzzer beater. If he don't make that buzzer we beater. Lost. The game never started. Oh, I, I, I know we lost. <sighs> we lost. We lost. We lost again. Doggone it. Come on, Coach Laranega. Hey, but the guy that I am proud of, I'm happy for, Leonard Hamilton and Florida State. I mean, I know that's oh, our enemy, that's our foe, but, you know, Leonard Hamilton is a personal friend of mine, and he's doing a great job up there at Florida State. And for those guys to make it, you know, hey, I'm extremely happy for him. All right? But anyway, hey, we will continue to watch March Madness. Next week when we come back, we're going to talk specifically about March Madness, unless, you know, this is stuff with the you know, Odell Beckham and all these other guys. Oh, oh man. man. The only thing I got to do is, is, is make sure that, hey, look, we give a shout-out to Alan Hearns. Alan was just cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars today. Alan is one of my guys from University of Miami. He'll have another Alan, we love by, the the, by the end of the week. <laughs> exactly. He'll be fine. As a matter of fact, I, I predict that you'll sign with somebody tonight. But, family, that's our show for today. Again, we'll see you next week. Same get-down channel, same get-down time. Signing off. Coming from Merritt Island, Florida again. My main man, Kelvin Harris. 
Appreciate you listening to us. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in to The Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.